welcome to another episode of Balance of the Deficit. I'm your host, Cedric Cole, and a lot of things have been going on for the past couple weeks. The biggest thing that's been happening in the news uh, is the death of Queen Elizabeth II. To be honest, as, as an American, I'm not too familiar with Queen Elizabeth II. Um, she died on September the 8th, and they just had her funeral on September 19th. Um, being in the millennial generation, uh, you know, just uh, I, I just didn't know too much about Queen Elizabeth, but she's 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 been in news like my entire life. Um, my some of my older relatives they're familiar with Queen Elizabeth, so they took the the shock, like the news, like a little bit more to heart because they knew her entire life, their entire lives. So, um, just a couple things to talk about, man. She was, she died at the age of 96 years old and she never retired or, you know, quit being the queen of a country, even at 96 years old. And I'm just like, wow, she was highly functioning highly functional and just to be active until you know like you just pass away like that like I would have retired at 76 I would have retired at 70 but she uh she kept on you know maintaining her queenly duties until she was 96 years old and you know a lot of companies force employees into retirement by the age 70 and here she is here she was at ninety six with more energy than uh more energy than I have sometimes uh her passing away seemed kind of sudden relatively speaking, because I would see her in the news, you know, just like walking around you know having conversations with the patent name there, and even though like she's ninety six like it it still felt a little bit sudden that she would pass away the way that she did, and nobody really like. No one ever said like the the actual cause of her death in the news. Um, but you know, I just want to acknowledge that England and people all over the world are are mourning over the Queen, and you know, I might just actually take some time to learn a little bit more about her by you know watching some doc by watching a documentary or two, uh, listen to some podcasts. You know, like it, it piques my interest uh, that she was almost a a centurion, and you know, in four more years, like. You know, people living longer and you know got elderly folks in power well into their elder years like Warren Buffett is in his 90s and he's running Berkshire Hathaway President Joe Biden is about to turn 80 um, Queen Elizabeth died in 96 and she was still a queen uh, her successor I think King Henry uh, he's he's in his 70s about to be king and I'm just like wow these people are just uh, living a long, long lives, and they are maintaining positions of power. Um, how do I feel about that? Um, you know, I, I I have some thoughts about it, but I'd rather just you know get get my thoughts a little bit more clear before I uh, talk about it too much ad nauseum. Um, I do take into account uh, sides of every story, like two sides of every story. Like some people are like really 
upset that Queen Elizabeth died. But, you know, she, her royal family was part of the British Empire. And I know that she was not a part of England when England was a war machine. So I'm separating her, her life and her history from the history from Imperial England. And honestly, I don't know much about the, the English monarchy except for what I watched on Hamilton. And to think that England, which is a you know relatively a small island, like a small country, you know, took over one quarter of the world at one time and, you know, was holding territories in Australia and the Caribbean. You know, like, it's a pretty interesting history. And exactly how did they come to power? Um, something that I like to read about. So I'm I'm taking a minor interest in international studies. You know, like this is not just a health podcast. You know, like this is just a general interest. All right, so let's talk about the world of business. In the world of business. I came across something that was pretty interesting. Are you familiar with Beyond Meat? Well, the the COO of Beyond Meat got arrested on the weekend of September the 17th after an Arkansas Razorbacks game. This gentleman... Um, Mr. The COO, Mr. Ramsey, he got arrested for, well, before we go into to that, I just want to talk a little bit about Beyond Meat. Um, I think it's a pretty decent concept for health. Um, I look at the calories and the calories for Beyond Meat is not too different from actual meat. I I have a love and respect for animals, and I do eat meat. So I tried to get on the Beyond Meat kick for a second, like a hot minute. The big problem that I have with Beyond Meat is just the price of the meat or the price of the product is relatively high. For the price of two patties, it costs like five dollars for two beyond meat patties and i've I've cooked them before and i i'm satisfied with them you know as a as a edible food product but i remember one day i was in the grocery store i picked up one of those packages of beyond meat i looked at the price i put it right back down and said i'm getting actual meat for way less of the price and with this whole inflation business going on with the prices of food increases like meat is not cheap meat is not cheap so on September the 17th Mr. Ramsey was arrested and charged with third-degree battery and ter- ter- terroristic threatening. The CEO, the COO of um, 
of Beyond Meat. So after a after a Arkansas so after an Arkansas Razorbacks game, these two guys were in a parking lot. So the guy, so the victim was in a Subaru, and Mister Ramsey was in a Bronco. So the guy in Subaru. So the guy in the Subaru, um, he was trying to get out of the parking lot. And, you know, people drive crazy after these football games. People drive really weird. They make all kinds of, you know, like risky decisions. So the guy in the Subaru made contact with the front passenger side tire on Ramsey's vehicle. So the news article that I'm reading is like just some kind of generalized article. But I'm like, how do you make contact with somebody's tire? Like, that's very whimsical. Make contact with the tire, but you missed the the whole front part of the car. Like, that's just uh, that's just weird. So when he made contact with the when he made contact with the the Bronco, Mr. Ramsey allegedly got a and punched out the back window of the Subaru. So trying to picture this, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like you hit the tire, so the guy came all the way from outside of his driver's side door and you know punched the guy's Subaru window out, allegedly. Then Mr. Ramsey, he then the passenger, you know, like he was shocked and he got outside of his Subaru. And, you know, exited the, the driver's side door of a Subaru. Mr. Ramsey then grabbed, allegedly, allegedly grabbed the passenger. Allegedly punched him in the body several times. And allegedly, you know, bit the driver's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose. So, you know, I just want to say that after listening to this story, or reading the article I wish there was a camera showing the events of what happened in that parking lot I don't even know why Ramsey's so mad for like he's the COO of Beyond Meat like yeah Beyond Meat stock has dropped tremendously I remember it was a darling stock like uh, close to like 60-70 bucks now it's dropped to like $16 so there's a lot of pressure on that company you know like but a lot of companies that are tech you know like their environmental tech their food tech a lot of tech companies have drastically decreased in their in their stock price it's like join the party and i don't even know why miss ramsey was so mad anyway because the arkansas razorbacks won the game like they won that day so it's not like he should be upset that they lost you know, in case these events are accurate and true. So, like, these COO guys, you know, they're they're misbehaving, allegedly misbehaving. I got to say allegedly because, you know, I don't want no defamation or scandal on my on my podcast, whatever. Um, so, you know, like, people misbehaving and based off this news, uh, Beyond Meat basically suspended this guy for a period of time or just relieved him of his duty to them fire him or let him go they just 
you know, put them in the penalty box for a little bit. So, so I read that article and I was just uh, taken aback. Like, if you are the CEO of a company like uh, Beyond Meat or anything, you know, like I, and he used to be the CEO of Tyson Foods, like dealing with chicken and poultry, and Beyond Meat, which is a veg, veg, vegetarian or vegetable-based project. They got the leadership from like a definitely a meat focused organization like Tyson. So that was kind of weird, but you know, I just wanted to share some of that news and let you know my thoughts about artificial meat beyond meat. Like, I, I, I don't mind eating it. I even watched like a video where there were some school aged kids, they didn't know if it was uh, like a real burger. Then they're comparing like beyond meat with impossible meat or impossible burger or whatever. And the kids were just, you know, they, you know, half of them was always picking the real burgers and half of them was picking the, the Beyond Meat burgers. So, you know, like, decent product, just expensive, and leadership is acting up. All right, now to the main topic of discussion. For today's health topic, I just wanted to talk about, um, I want to talk about setting SMART goals with regards to your health. So this uh, smart regimen is definitely nothing new. It's been around for a long time. So setting goals, you know, it is good to set goals for your health. You gotta ask yourself, like, what do you? The questions, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to focus on your mental health? You want to focus more on sh- controlling stress, weight loss? Are there habits that you want to stop, like um, going to bed? at a reasonable time or stop drinking or smoking. No, what are we what we are preparing for is is a change. Change takes preparation and smart methodology is a useful tool to set and achieve your health goals. So what what does SMART mean? It's an acronym. S stands for specific. M stands for measurable, A stands for achievable, R stands for relevant, T stands for timely, and, you know, like back, like a lot of people use SMART goals, like CEOs, um, you got people in Lean who use SMART, and a lot of people have goals, but they just don't have a, a map or a methodology to achieve what they want to do. So I just want to go and break down each of these key components one by one. So as specific, you know, when we think about specificity, you know, with with regards to a goal, what is it that I want to achieve? How broad are my goals? How narrow are the goals I want to achieve? You know, an example is, you know, I want to lose weight. You know, you got to ask yourself a question. You know, it's a pretty broad goal, but ask yourself a couple questions. Who are the team players? Like, is it me? Am I going to try to find a a gym? Do I, do I need a team? Do I need a, a fitness instructor or fitness coach to help me? achieve this goal of wanting to lose weight are there 
what are the numbers that you want to achieve? You know, when it comes to specificity. Um, you know, like I want to lose weight, but do I want to lose a couple pounds? I want to lose ten pounds. Am I competing in an event? So I need to meet a certain criteria, a certain weight. <clears throat> so just getting a broad idea of just what you want to achieve, and you know, like how narrow, broad you want it, your goals are. You have an idea. The second part of the SMART goal acronym is measurable. You know, there you gotta make sure that your goal is measurable. Cause you know, when where's the goalpost? Where where's the finish line? What are the checkpoints? With something your goals, uh, are you able to break one major goal down into multiple goals or multiple parts? So back to like the weight loss example. Like I, I want to lose weight. Okay, is your goal to lose one pound a month? You know, what's the total amount of weight that you want to lose? Do you want to lose 10 pounds? You know, maybe we need to reiterate the goal. Like, is it that I want to lose weight or I just want to control my weight so that okay, if I gain one or two pounds, it's no big deal. But I just need to make sure that I don't gain more than five or 10 pounds in a certain period of time. You know, especially you know, if it's for an event or if it's for an occurrence or that you want to do, like going to a beach or competing in a sport, right? It might not even be like weight loss. Another example could be I want to quit smoking, you know? So a person can go from being a pack-a-day smoker to half a pack-a-day smoker or, you know, just smoking just a couple of cigarettes a day. So just having a way to measure your progress or measure your goals um, helps you to achieve those, makes it more likely that you want to achieve that goal. Having a scale at home, you know, for like weight loss so that you can get on the scale once a week or once a day and be able to measure um, how how your progress is coming along. Even keeping a journal, you know, keeping a journal for managing your blood pressure. Like what are my readings? And just keeping track of, is your blood pressure going down? Is your blood pressure going up? Is it because of stress? Is it because of a lifestyle modification? The next part of uh, your SMART goal acronym is achievable. How achievable is this goal? You know, saying that I want to take over the world in one night. You know, it's most likely not going to happen. You know, we got to see, like, is is this goal a long-term goal or is it a short-term goal? Um, do I, do you have the training that you need to complete the task or is there additional training that is needed in order to complete this task that you're about to, you know, that you're about to achieve? So back to the weight loss example, like, can you spare 30 minutes a day to achieve a task? Is a person healthy enough to, to achieve the task? Like you might want to lose weight but you might be coming off of an energy. Like, are you able to uh, complete your goal? And sometimes we just got to look inside ourselves and say, am I motivated right now? You know, like, what is my motivation? Sometimes it doesn't have to be like, uh, I feel like doing something or, or want to do something. It could be an issue of discipline. Sometimes a person might not just be motivated, but to have the discipline to take take the necessary actions to achieve your goal and just 
um, keeping the goal in front of you, like how, how motivated is a person, how achievable is your goal. Um, another thing that you can say is another part of the smart acronym is relevancy. Like how relevant is this goal for me? How important is it? Um, you gotta ask yourself the questions like, is this goal important for me? Is it important for my family? Is it important for my coworkers, for my business? Does this goal solve a problem? How how relevant is it to solve this problem now? Like how important is it to achieve this goal today? Um, so back to the weight loss example. If I were to lose weight, I can be there for my family. You know, people can be a little bit more confident in their appearance or even more confident in, you know, their activities of daily living and just, you know, being able to move, you know, and some people might not think to themselves like, oh, this is not important, but, you know, like it can add years to your life. It can make a person more motivated, you know, like how, how relevant is it to me to achieve this task, to complete this goal? And last but not least, least we must uh, put a timeline like on our goals that we want to achieve. Like how often do I need to come back to to monitor the progress? So the T in SMART is timely. So, you know, we want to put a deadline on our goals. You know, we want to put, you know, deadlines on the progress that we're making. And it doesn't have to be like a final deadline. It could just be like a check-in deadline. Like, at the end of the month, I'm going to check in on on this task where I'm going to talk to a coach. or You know, just from time to time, just analyze where I'm at. Now, we also must answer the question, you know, how long will it take to achieve a goal? Realistically, um, if you want to lose five pounds, you know, that's way different from losing a hundred pounds. Will I see the fruit of my labor? Like, will I be able to, you know, see the benefits? You know, sometimes you might not see benefits, like lowering your blood pressure. Like, you might not feel any different. But when you go to the doctor or if, or if you get your blood pressure checked, wherever you get your blood pressure checked and you make lifestyle modifications, you know, you can see your blood pressure go from like 140s to, to 120s. I think not trying to, you know, be negative or anything like that, but I think people do have a short attention span. So in order to make your goal timely, you know, you, you keep a focus on, on yourself instead of a ambiguous, you know, off in the distance kind of um, goal setting or goal approach to your, to achieving your actions. So let's say that, you want to lose weight. The timeliness, uh, you can set a goal of, I want to lose 12 pounds in a year. Well, you know, that's one pound a month. You know, it's achievable. It's, you know, it's relevant because, you know, like you could probably feel the difference uh, if you lose weight 12 pounds in a, in a year. Um, you can probably see the difference and it might not even be 12 pounds. It could just be something like, I just want to move 30 minutes a day for a month, every single day. Just go for a walk every single day for a month. And, you know, that you put a timestamp on your goal and you can say to yourself, like, in a month, I'm just going to, 
you know, see if I like this or not. And if I don't like it, then, you know, you don't have to, you can do it less frequently. Or uh, if you like it, you can continue on with the, with the habit. You know, so whatever your goals are, it is good to employ the smart methodology in whatever plans and in whatever goal that you want to achieve. And, you know, you got to understand, like, this is a, a cycle. This is a work in progress. Nothing is set in stone. And whatever changes that you need to be made, you know, you just got to have, like, the openness to achieve those goals, you know, saying to achieve those plans. Because, uh, you know, we're trying to make, you know, we're trying to make things happen. So this concludes yet another episode of Balancing the Deficit. You know, like, subscribe to the podcast. And, you know, like, leave a good review if you enjoyed this episode. Leave no review if you did not enjoy this episode. And um, until next time, peace.